0: downtown san francisco this is 95 7 the game
2: yeah no promises we're gonna try to help you stay cool on this toasty labor day kevin michael whitey gleason and my good friend alan styles with you till what do you think alan how long you want to go today
0: yeah
3: four sounds good four four All sounds right. good you know after this maybe me and you go out uh, Well, Larry's talking about some ribs. I might be out in yeah. Walnut Creek after that. I need, yeah. I need some
2: ribs. Larry saved me some. Pretty warm out there, I think, in yeah. the creek today. Oh, yeah. Oh, one, definitely. 113, 112, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Easy stuff, triple digits. Mm-hmm. People you know, in San Francisco, of course, you know, it gets to be like 78. Oh, my goodness. It's too hot. They're just to the sprinting to the yeah, beach, just right. sprinting there. Yeah. By the way, does anyone ever call you Al? Or are you just
3: Al? Uh, parents sometimes, a okay. couple of my buddies, but. Mostly just Allen or All right. Styles, yeah. You know, so if I slipped it in there, you probably that's no. You are good. Nice
2: way of you saying. Eh, my parents call me that. No, right? you're good. You are good. All right. Smart guy. Al works. Al <laughs> works can for you. you, believe you it? Yeah, anything. I appreciate that. Always good to be with you, and thank you for listening. Uh, Whitey and Allen Styles, ninety five seven. The game. Can you believe it, Allen? I know you can believe it. You've been talking about it. You've been getting ready for it. The NFL season kicking off this week, and the Forty Nine ers play for real mm-hmm. Sunday against the Bears. Yeah, how about it?
3: You know, it's funny because now that it's getting closer, they all do this thing. They do the same thing in college football because they want to make us believe that these games are going to be good games. All, all we've been hearing before is that Chicago's a dumpster fire, right? That's what we've been hearing basically throughout this whole off season. They don't know what they're going to do with just the Fields. team, not the city, right? The team, yeah. the team, yeah. yes, the team. number of their teams. Chica- Chicago, okay. great city, yeah. Yeah. great city. Don't, don't. Fly into Chicago, though, for a layover, though, because you'll probably miss your next flight, especially not in the winter. But besides that, Chicago, great city. When you're talking about the Bears, it was, okay, they're, they're they're bad. I think the line is only six because, obviously, it's Trey Lance, and it's the first game of the season. They got now, a
2: new coach there, defensive yes. guru, and Eberflus. Exactly. Who knows? Who
3: knows? Now that we're getting a bit closer, okay, it should be a blowout. Now, because NFL is king, they find a way. Now, all of a sudden, well, Justin Fields, the storyline, San Francisco pass on him. He wants to prove some things. The Bears might have a top-ten defense.
2: Oh, since when? <laughs> since when? <laughs> they might. I mean, I guess you, you'd have to say, oh, I guess they might. Yeah. yeah. I but mean, I it's will possible. say, that, don't you think, I've seen this before, sometimes opening day, especially in the NFL, uh, but this applies to other sports too, opening day, the bad teams, they don't know how bad they are yet. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and especially you got a new coach and you've got, everybody's fired up. Sometimes teams kind of... They're over their skis. They play a little better than they actually are in opening day. So that's certainly a possibility.
3: No, it it definitely is. And when you do look at... Me personally, I like Justin Fields. I thought... I wanted the Niners to get Justin Fields and what he did in the college football playoff. And when you get to watch the players, I mean, I get it. College football, it does not directly translate to the NFL, but there's something to be said about when you watch these guys and you think, man, I mean, this kid looks like he, he could, he could be something. So I thought he was going to be good. I, I don't know what's going on in Chicago. Obviously they're a bit in flux right now, but if you're the Niners, when you look, and I hate to, I, I actually love doing the whole schedule watching thing. I, I love do it. Do you? I, I do. We're I not going to do just so you know. We're not going to do, do that today.
2: I do plenty. I do
3: plenty. I do plenty. Don't worry. But when you look at that, this is a game that the Niners just have to
2: have. They, there's no sure. There's no if and buts about it. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for Trey. Hey, Trey Lance. Ah, oh, you know all about Trey Lance. The fact that you we have, now, as you said, uh, some people now are saying they're touting this bill, uh, Bears, pardon me, this Bears defense, but the Bears defense last year was not very good. Secondary was awful. Yeah. Secondary was porous, so maybe a real good opportunity for Trey to get off to a good start. By mm-hmm. the way, Comcast business text line 888 957 9570. Alan, I know you're a big text line guy. I am, too. Mm A couple of quick entries here, which we appreciate. Update on Walnut Creek, 106 in Walnut Creek right now. Unreal. So it's, yeah. Unreal.
3: No, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe to you. (laughs) That's nothing. That's nothing. Well, I mean, I grew up in Concord, so I'm sure it's pretty much the
2: same thing there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, It's that time of year. I mean, yeah. Yeah. they used to call it to – I'm not even going to say it. I don't know if it's politically correct anymore. But as fall approaches, it really – that's when we get our summer here in the mm-hmm. Bay Area sometimes. Everyone knows that if you've been around. From the 707, Whitey and Styles a great duo. I'm looking forward to your show. I am too. Thank you for that. And, you know, Allen's really – he's the scoring guard, and I'm just kind of, you know, <laughs> setting him up, running the offense, play a little D, just setting up Allen. There you go. Big. And big, exciting, electrifying score.
3: You know, don't ever don't ever sell yourself short, Whitey. I'll, I'll, <laughs> lob, I'll lob you some too. You got some aliyubes. I appreciate oops. that. You got some aliyubes in you as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how do you think Trey Lance actually felt about Jimmy coming on board? And the reason I ask is, you know, we've all talked about this and talked about it and talked about it. And who knows? Well, today we had in the MMQB, Albert Breer, who writes the MMQB for SI.com. He wrote something and then. Um, I know he was on with with Larry and Lowe today and our own Sterling Bennett actually on Twitter went to Albert Brewer and said, where is this coming from? Albert Brewer has walked back his original comment, which was that. And I I have to paraphrase because he he changed it now. He took down what he originally said, which was Trey Lance initially was annoyed that the 49ers brought Jimmy back. And then some people said, like I pointed out, Alan, uh, as we know, Sterling asked him, where are you getting this? So now here's the latest from. Albert Breer, he's changed his views a little bit. While I I heard the news was, as you'd expect, a little complicated for Lance to take it first, he's a smart, mature kid who I believe can handle it. So Albert Breer went from posting, Trey Lance was annoyed, and now it was complicated for him. So what are we to make of that? What's your best guess of how Trey actually felt about any of this nonsense? If he wasn't annoyed, I mean, I, I think we
3: do this thing where we expect, and all that we've heard about Trey Lance is how mature he is, and he's wise beyond his years, and he's a bit of an old soul, all, all the right things, right? But the idea that he could have been, first of all, wherever he got this information from, if, if, somebody did give him that information. That's just being a poor teammate.
2: He heard it, but who knows
3: who he heard it yeah, from. Yeah, where, wherever it came from, that can't that can't happen. And I know he hit the Michael Jackson moonwalk, and he, he walked it back now, but what's done is done. It's out there. And to be completely honest, this would be Trey just being a 22 year old, right? In my opinion.
2: Why wouldn't he be a little bit annoyed? I'll i am mean, taking it a step further than that, if I may. It's just him being a human being. Exactly. 22 or not.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm trying to think of a comparison off the top of my head. And I'm not even sure I can. It's as if you're your girlfriend's ex is working with you, <laughs> but they're not. They're obviously not dating any, anymore. And she says, "Hey, it's cool." Or they're working together, right? Let's say that they are at the same company now. Or how about a Labor Day get
2: together? A Labor Day get together? He <laughs> no, no, he's not going to be here. He's not going to be here. He's not going to be here. And then, oh, you know what? He's, it, 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 you're cool, right? But he is going to come over. Yeah, he's. But gonna we're not come dating. Over. But he's coming over. We're not. We're not dating.
3: Yeah. You know, he he knows the family. Yeah, you know secretly that the mom really likes him a lot and you and then you get asked by by your Very lady annoying alan yeah you know you get asked by your lady are you okay with this and you just have a right smile like yeah, yeah what, what are you gonna do
2: yeah
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean of course you're supposed to say you know you're supposed to say what they want you to hear or what they want to hear but are you, you are oh, you no. annoyed by this no but it's a little complicated <laughs> no it's just a little complicated I'm, I'm processing
2: i'm just processing it you know 888-957-9570. George joins us on 95.7 The Game. George, if you were Trey Lance, how would you honestly have felt about all of this?
4: You know, this is what I'm saying about Jimmy. I like Jimmy. He's a good quarterback. He did nothing but win except in the big game, and that's that's a knock. But you you say he's like the that uh, Trey Lance is like the new boyfriend coming to town, and Jimmy's still hanging around, and the girlfriend really likes Trey, the mother and father really like Trey, and Jimmy was kind of the uh, best friend of the older brother who's been off to college for three or four years. Okay. So he's really not in the picture anymore, but he's still hanging around. Yeah. And that's okay because, you know, he'll be encouragement during hard times, and he may even take the lead when things go really bad, but he's not the first choice. Right. You know, My whole thing about this story that was broken earlier on the show, I listened to that and I actually called in because I wanted to say something. Who are your sources?
2: Good good question.
4: Media has been bothering me a little bit lately because you hear a lot of stories of, wow, this is the way it is, and really it's not. So come on, guys. Have your sources. Check them. Recheck them. Don't just throw out some clickbait. Have some meat to what you're putting out there. Because this is
2: important. It is, George. Thank you mm-hmm. for the call. We're we're not the ones that reported it. It's, it's a fair question, and that's why uh, Albert Breer walked it back, because people asked him that question. Well, who are your sources? Yeah. Oh, maybe I overstated it a little. Uh, and someone on the text line here, Comcast Business text line, points out from the 415, by the way, you're going to text us? Put your name on it, as uh, Coach uh, Herm says. Put your name on it so we can give you credit. Uh, none of you have any idea how Trey Lance felt. You're media, so you have to make stuff up. Fair enough. We don't know how he felt, but it's interesting that someone who supposedly is in the know said one thing about how Trey reacted and then felt the need to go, okay, well, maybe that's not exactly how he felt.
3: Yeah, and, and I don't think, at least for us, I can only speak, and that's, you know, obviously when we're reading this stuff, we don't know if it's view that is. At us or everybody else, but I mean, I, I would never. Nobody would ever, at least here, sit there and say this is how Trey felt. Because I don't know. Nobody, right. nobody right. knows. Right. The, the bottom here. Here's the thing. We can take this more big picture. Number one, if he was annoyed, who cares? I mean, like we said, anybody would be a little bit, you know, yes. maybe whatever the term is. Number two. I hear what George is saying but obviously you're not going to get these sources to continue to give information if you you know That's s- it. if you cite them. Yeah, it was uh, you know I'm not even going to say a name here, right? It was number whatever, he told me that or yeah. or this is how I found out because now he's not going to get that information anymore. I get it. You you can't just throw things around willy-nilly, but there is a, a bit of a, uh, a a tango to it, no, right? You're right. You, you can't necessarily say yeah, this is who I heard heard That's from at the same time. And I guess the last thing I would say is that this is what we've been talking about in terms of the big picture with this. Well, the media is going to create all this stuff. You can blame the media if you want, but the bottom line is this. The 49ers organization knew they would have to deal with this stuff if they brought Jimmy back. They knew it. Yeah. So you don't be surprised if you hear 10 more different stories. That's just how it is. It's probably the most compelling
2: story in the NFL right now. We're trying – well, I, I can't speak for Alan. I think, though, what he and I – I think we're on the same page here. We're trying to diffuse this story in this sense. If Trey was annoyed, if he was – we don't know. If he was – Well, wouldn't that be understandable? On the text line here, Gene in Oakland. Good to hear from you, Gene. Gene suggests if Trey is supposed to fill Jimmy's shoes, the least he can do is handle having him as a backup, just like Jimmy showed him last season. I agree with that. And even if Trey was annoyed, that doesn't mean he can't handle it. It means that he's a human being. But you made a a really interesting point, an important one, that we all have to be aware of, I think, as consumers of sports media. It's also possible that Albert Breer knows what he wrote was going to be talked about. And then he has a source, whoever the source is, we don't know. But you don't want to lose that source. You don't want to have the source go, look, I tell you this one little thing, and then it blows up. I'm not telling you anything now, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, you have to keep that in mind. I'm just saying I have no reason. And um I, I've I don't have a hard time believing that maybe Trey was annoyed, but whether he was or wasn't whether he wasn't, I don't really think it's that big of a
3: deal. No, I, I don't think so either. I think the thing is with stories like this, there's no way he can be proved to be right, right? Because nobody in that organization is gonna say, yeah. The next press conference, Trey's not gonna say, Yeah, I was a little bit annoyed. I would bet you money that he was. Right? Yeah, it, no and, one's gonna yeah. say that. So there's no way to find out if this is true or not. But when you talk about having these sources and not wanting to divulge who they are, that's as if, okay, I I got a source telling me that Debo isn't very happy, right? And then a week later, Debo has a trade request. Then you say, oh, wow, this person's more credible. What Albert Breer is doing, you can't, Fact check it, and there's no way to know unless a couple, unless they break character, which nobody on the Niners has broken character yet. They've all, they all, if they're not happy about it, anyone, they've all deserved Oscars from all the way up and down the train. Even Kyle Shanahan. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jimmy's still available. We just thought, wow, golly gee, Willikers, we are so
2: excited and just lucky that this happened. It just happened to happen to fall our way. Okay, Kyle. I think more significant is the fact that Albert Breer. What he was really writing about here was that in his opinion, his professional opinion, he said, boy, this is a really awkward deal that the 49ers have going. And what he said was, look, let's face it. This isn't what any of them wanted. The 49ers wanted to trade Jimmy. They didn't want Jimmy around. Well, now they got Jimmy around because they couldn't trade him. Jimmy didn't want to be here. Jimmy wanted to go somewhere else. He wanted to be the quarterback somewhere. Right? didn't work out. So now... Um and, and Albert Breer again says mm, I don't I don't know about this. I disagree with that because I think Jimmy and the 49ers front office and everybody involved there they're smart enough to recognize things have changed. That's is what we wanted to do, but those goals are not attainable right now. So we're better off, especially given the way our backup quarterbacks were playing and given the fact that we just don't know about Trey, we're better off coming to some agreement for this year. So I I don't know about you Allen, I understand why people would say that's nuts. I think it's a positive all the way around in the short term. In the in the football sense, yeah. specifically without talking
3: about the media or whatever, it is a great football move. Yeah. On bo- on both sides. If anything, my question was always, well, if you're Jimmy and you're saying that I guess the Panthers were interested and the Seahawks we know as well, maybe from, the Colts were Yeah, it's like,
2: "Oh, he blew out his shoulder." Yeah. Forget
3: well, it. but even after that, from what I, I believe that They did say that there were offers, and but Jimmy thought this was the best situation, which begs the question. Okay, I guess he didn't want to go to a bad team and be running for his life Mm -hmm. versus sitting on a good team, and you know if Trey doesn't play well, I'll get an opportunity. Because I've always thought that. I mean, look at Mitch Trubisky; he did absolutely nothing but sit on, but ride pied on a good team.
2: By the way, Ben Roethlisberger, who now has a podcast, said today Trubisky should be starting there. Just. Oh, gosh. Well, Ben, you know, they're in this
3: position because you just refuse to retire, man. He ain't no Draymond Green when it comes to podcasts. I'm no. Well, nobody is. <laughs> nobody is. I do have this from Albert Breard. This is as of an hour ago when he, quote, tweeted our own Sterling Bennett. Shout out Sterling SoCal. Yeah. The SoCal King. Sterling's and, right there, by the way. Oh, Sterling. In his Diamondbacks
2: hat. There that you was, go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, oh, so on that. <laughs>
3: he says, quote, From a tweet, yeah, full disclosure, my wording might have been a little presumptive there. I'm not climbing in the guy's head. What I heard was it was complicated news to take as you'd expect it would be. And again, that was just in the immediate aftermath. And then a big space, and then he writes,
2: he'll be fine. Yeah. After you get everyone going. Yeah. Fair enough. I do think, though, Alan, we we all know that a lot of teams around here, a lot of teams in all sports, they talk a lot about culture. We know about the warrior culture and the 49ers, one of those teams that, that claims we've got a great culture here. Um We'll see, right? I, I agree with that. I believe that. I think there are a lot of reasons for that. I think one of them that's most important is the 49ers. The, the, the quarterback is not as exalted as they are on other teams. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy has a lot to do with that kind of played quarterback with a linebackers mentality. So I think that will help, but whatever culture, uh, the 49ers have now, I think it's going to be tested. Now, if Trey Lance is great from the get-go and they sail through a great season, no problem. But if there's any bumps in the road at any point where, hmm, maybe Jimmy should be stepping in there, that culture is going to be sorely tested this season.
3: It will. And by the way, we—that that is a great call because I started this list of overused sports terms, narrative, yeah. optics. Culture <laughs> is way up there. Culture might be... Might be number one. It might, it might be number one. It might be number one. But you're right. I mean, in terms of everything, and that, that's the thing. When people go back and they say, well, the media is going to make this a circus. Well, the media can only take things and run with it. Now, there are going to be things that you're going to be able to take. But if the Niners come out and they win, they win. If they don't lose a game, which is possible, then the the, the media wouldn't have anything to go off of. Or less about the media – and more about, or less about the winning and more about how does Trey look, right? If Trey doesn't give anyone any questions, which he probably will, but assuming he doesn't, then, then the media can't spin anything. But mm-hmm. if Trey goes out and he stinks it up here and he stinks it up there, that's when it's a valid question. You can't, you can't go out and you can't be mad at anyone because Kyle Shanahan just said, Oh, there are however many starting quarterbacks in the NFL and we have two of them. If you're going to say that, and then Trey Lance doesn't come out and play well, well, Kyle, did you ever think about putting in your other starting quarterback?
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. I didn't have a problem with that. I know that it's the old Madden quote. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. But in this case, the 49ers... They have two guys who could start, but clearly they are. To me, it's pretty clear Trey is the guy. Now, they do have, you know, Shannon has a way of making sure the back gate is open. So if he ever needs to go up that way, it's like, yeah, but Jimmy is a really good player. But right now, it's pretty clear. Last year, there was a lot of doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Where is this going? Jimmy's a starter, but they've got the Trey packages. Of course, Trey got hurt a couple of times there. But anyway, my point is this once the team struggled, there were a lot of things that went into them turning it around. But to me, one of the most important ones was. Shanahan saying, Jimmy's the guy now, okay? Jimmy, it gives us our best chance. He's the quarterback. So he settled it. Yeah, Trey was still there, but he made it clear. It's not Trey's going to play some and Jimmy's going to play some. So it's vitally important. And I think right now, Trey has that chance to just solidify that. You're the guy. If he plays well, I think that takes care of everything.
3: Yeah, and when, again, another report that Kyle Shanahan spoke with Jimmy and spoke with Trey and said that they would hang with Trey through, quote, Any early bumps, so that begs the question: What is early, and what is a bump? bump? And and, and really, it just comes down to if Trey isn't playing well. And again, we none of these. We don't have to make any have any of these conversations if he comes out and he's a world beater. But if he's not, then the question becomes: Are you willing to lose games because of Trey's development? Yeah, right. Or or, or to to push that forward, that's ultimately going to be the question. I did want to. Read this six five zero because I completely agree with the six five zero. This is what happens when you have a week between preseason and the regular season. Can't wait to kick this off and put it all behind us. Bray from the Bay agreed. Yes. you want to be mad at someone? Tax of the day nominee you want to be mad at someone? Don't be mad at the media. Don't be mad at whoever. Be mad at the NFL for making us
2: wait. (laughs) Yeah, For making us wait. At least you had some college football going this week. What do you make of this one, Alan? It's uh, Whitey Gleason. Alan Stiles with you today on 95.7 The Game. Happy Labor Day. From the 510, how did Albert Breer take it back? I heard him on the other show. He was on with Larry and Lowe. All he said was, it's complicated. That's even worse than annoyed to me, well, it's complicated, is like this is a situation rather than he is yeah, annoyed. He took back, yeah. that
3: Trey the reports of Trey being annoyed. He, he did now, he re- has replaced it with it's a complicated situation. A little complicated for yeah. Lance
2: to take at first.
3: Annoyed yeah. is no
2: longer in his piece. <laughs> what does that even mean? A little complicated for, for him to take in at first. Pretty clear, isn't it? Hey. No one wanted Jimmy, so he's the well, backup. I mean, Whitey, it would be a little
3: confusing because last time I checked, the last time we saw Jimmy before this week, he was saying goodbye. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Think about that, going back to the, the ex-boyfriend. All right, I'm moving.
2: Actually, I'm staying mm-hmm. in the same apartment complex. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well,
2: yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. That is part of the NFL. Somebody mentioned on the text line, that's true. Hey, you know what, Trey. Guess what? You're going to have to play well. That's the reality. No matter how much we're committed to you, you have the job. It's the NFL. You're going to have to play well to keep your job. And you know
3: what? When this first happened, I was more on the side of, man, they're not undercutting Trey, but they're really speeding up this timeline because, like we talked about, you can't lose games uh, just for Trey to get better, not with this roster. Then the more I thought about it, I said, man, if you look around the NFL and you look at the other guys that were drafted – with Trey Lance, Let, let's say, okay, Matt Jones, Justin Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, right? Th- that whole group, if you told any of them, hey, you're going to get a top three roster in the NFL, and I, I, I believe we can agree that the Niners have a top at least a top three roster in the NFL. Hey, you're going to have a top three roster in the NFL, but your timeline to produce is going to be shorter. All of them would be jumping for joy. Yes, sign me up for that right now. Mm -hmm. So at first I'm thinking, man, Trey's only 22. This and the third, he's going to have some bumps in the road. But at the same time, any of the other quarterbacks would, would trade spots with him in a second. Oh, okay, well, I don't have two, three seasons to stink, but I shouldn't stink because of, look at
2: this roster. Justin Fields would do that trade in a heartbeat. Any of them would. I just want to point this out. Not that anyone cares, but years ago when we were getting ready for the draft and wondering who the 49ers should take, I was on with uh, J.D., and he asked me, what order would you take these? How do you rate the top three quarterbacks? And I said, right now, this was before the draft, I said, Trey one, Mac Jones second, and Fields third. There was a guy on your beloved text line who said, "You obviously have no idea what you're talking about. I'm never listening again." And in what order did they go in the draft? Alan?
3: Wait, wait, wait. You're saying obviously for who the Niners would get? So Trevor Lawrence, he's
2: obviously he was going to yes, go to the. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, okay, yeah. okay. But okay, just okay. those three. How would you rank them? And I, yeah. said, well, right now I'd go in that order. And yeah, there were you know there were some big Justin Fields fans, and there still are. Mm-hmm. First, but yeah. turns out that's the way it went down. It is that is yeah. how it went down, and that that's why
3: again we haven't seen. If we're going to sit here and and use the G word, and I think this is overused too, but Kyle Shanahan, offensive genius, all this stuff, sure. Then we have to believe that he's going to scheme a great offense with with Trey Lance. And I think that it's up to Trey Lance to perform, but he's going to be put in ridiculously good situations.
2: 888-957-9570, drop of the hat. Matt joins us from San Francisco. How warm is it where you are today, Matt?
5: It's too warm for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I got a question I want to ask y'all, right? The, 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 the year when these quarterbacks was drafted, it was five quarterbacks that went in the first round, right? Let's just say, what are the percentage of these quarterbacks that's going to make it on his roster moving forward for the team that drafted them? Highly unlike all five them going to make the cut, right? Somewhere down the line, two of them going to be a bust, right? So my thing was with A, by that, Look, I've got nothing against Trey Lance, right? Trey Lance is nobody. Nobody even heard of Trey Lance. He just out the group became you know, one of the top quarterbacks, right? But obviously, he don't have a lot of experience. That's the problem with Trey Lance. Another question that I got, like, what have I seen in Trey Lance last year with the Arizona Cardinals, even the Houston game? Is there anything I, I, that I see I can say, this is the 49er quarterback moving forward? Trey Lance, man, I'll I tell you, if he don't – if he go against Chicago and he stumbled and he saw three pick six, what you gonna do then? You know what I mean. And last, last, last but not least, Justin Fields should have been the four nine. They should have, the four nine should have picked Justin Fields. That's all I gotta say.
2: All right, we maybe you're right. We'll find out. But as far as that pick six in game one, that that's the early bump we talked about, right? Forty have yeah. made it as clear as they can that nope, they're gonna they're willing to uh, gotta fight to tolerate some of that. Some of it, yes. How much? That's <laughs> ultimately early the question early. Bump. An early bump. Yeah. Uh by the way, Alan and I are with you till four today, then you want to make sure you stick around from four to six to hear the red and gold round table Bonte Damon and Kyle Madsen discussing all things 49ers. Getting your set for week one and next Sunday at Soldier Field against the Chicago Bears. Again, that's the Red and Gold Roundtable coming up today at four. Here's what we have coming up next. How many Super Bowl votes should the 49ers get? We'd love to hear from you on the Comcast Business text line or give us a call. 888-957-9570. Alan Stiles, Kevin Michael,
1: Whitey Gleason on 95.7 The Game.
0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Now back to 95-7, the game. Here's the dang deal. Whether Trey Lance was confused or annoyed when he heard that the 49ers were bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo, it comes down to two things for him. He has to win, and he has to be improving during the course of the year. Whitey Gleason, Alan Stiles with you today on Labor Day with you till four. I really think that's what it comes down to for Trey Lance. This season, Alan, he's got to win. They have to win games. And whether that's you know his doing or not, they have to be winning. And he's got to be improving. He has to be a better quarterback at the end of the year than he is going to be week one against the Bears.
3: Yes. Yes. And that's, that was always the plan. That was always what we thought it would be. I think the question just becomes, okay, if it was, and Kyle Shanahan said, if this deal didn't work out, Brock Purdy would have been the number two. Trey's quote-unquote leash, you would imagine –
2: would have been almost infinite. See, I can't imagine they really wanted a situation where Brock Purdy, who'd never even seen a real NFL defense, was going to be the backup. You think
3: You think he's just saying that? Because that's what he said. That's what Kyle Shanahan said.
2: Well, I'm just saying I can't imagine they really would have been feeling great about that. Maybe it's no. true, but I think they probably felt the need that, all right, we're going to have to address that. Yeah, just
3: I think even if you look around the league, though, Right. Oh well, we have the best backup. This, that, and the third. Most backups are are not good. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not built. You want your backup to just split. Yeah. Please just split. You're not necessarily. If your quarterback goes down, you're you're not competing for a championship. You're just trying to hold your head above water until he Game comes over back. Man. You know? Game
2: over me. Yeah. Hopefully. You know what? To answer your question, I yeah, I doubt. I doubt that they would have gone with Brock Purdy as the backup. And I know they love Brock Purdy. And we've all seen how well he's played, but I can't imagine they would have gone into the regular season with a quarterback who's barely played and then a backup who had never played, whether Kyle Shanahan said that or not. I just can't imagine they would have done that. Uh, of course, it's uh, Trey Lance against Justin Fields this week. We mentioned a lot of Justin Fields fans on the text line here, Comcast Business text line. The 49ers messed up by passing on Fields. He can do everything in caps Trey can do. Faster, pro-ready, battle-tested. Love the Niners, but Fields should have been ours. And I know you're one of those people that really, I don't know how you feel about him compared to Trey Lance, but you're a Justin Fields guy. I I really did like Justin Fields, or do like Justin Fields. I I feel for him because
3: he's in a tough spot, but again, top ten defense, possibly. And, and He's going to have you talk about a leash. I mean, they have no choice. They're going to let him do whatever he wants all season long. I think the tough thing for him is moving forward this new group uh, the coaching staff, they're not connected to him. So, if yeah. they don't play well is it and they borderline tank, not on purpose, is it out of the realm to think, all right, let's let's get another quarterback and see what we can do, someone that fits whatever they're trying to do. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever they're trying to do. Or Justin Fields balls out and they decide we want to roll with this guy. This guy's going to be, you know, our our franchise QB. Don't doesn't that happen a
2: lot in Chicago where they go from one quarterback to another? Yes. Is, am I right, Sterling? <laughs> Evan? Doesn't that happen sometimes in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. 888, 957, 9570. Filmo Mike is with us on 957 the game. What's up, Mikey?
6: Hey, hey, hey. What's good, man? I just want to preach patience, man, because the thing that kind of annoys me about the coverage of Trey Lance, yeah, we've seen some preseason games, and we've seen him play two times in the regular season already. But people have this, like, they just know that he's going to be a certain type of player, and really, ultimately, we have no clue what type of player he's going to be. We don't know he's going to be worse than Jimmy, at par with Jimmy, better than Jimmy. Who knows? So my thing is, if we can just please preach patience. I know it's a radio show; you're trying to feed the people, but at the same time, <laughs> the reality is we really don't know how what type of player he's gonna be. What's your best so, guess, like, Mike? People-
2: Mike, I'm sorry. What what is your best guess? Nobody knows. You're right. So you know we're not gonna like oh, record this and then play it back if you're wrong. But what is your best guess of what kind of player Trey Lance is gonna be this year and in the future?
6: A little. Less efficient than RG 3s first year, little bit less efficiency on the little bit, but that's that's my comp for his first year. That's mine.
2: And RG three was pretty good as a rookie. How much do you think he's going to end up running the ball this year?
6: Hopefully not that much, but with the offensive line I've already seen in the preseason, he's gonna have to he gonna have some scramble plays that either go, you know Yeah. Once he get, I don't think he's quick, I think he's fast, not quick. But once he get out the pocket, he'll make a good, couple of good plays.
2: Thank you, Mike. Good to hear from you. I know today in the Athletic Alan, maybe you saw this, they had some over under numbers for the Niners. One of them was Trey Lance, over under 500 yards rushing this year. Mm-hmm. And I think Vegas has something, Vegas has more than that, but
3: it's pretty, but it's in the 500 range. It's, it's 539 or something like huh. that. So that's what they're thinking. Here's my thing, and great call as always from Phil Mo Mike. Yes. But here's my thing it's not a matter of anybody trying to speed up Trey's development, right? It's not a matter of us talking about it on a show. It's not a matter of anybody writing about it. The bottom line is this. The Niners have a window, and that was always the question with the Trey Lance pick because you look at the Niners basically ready to go right now. They said, hey, Jimmy couldn't get it to the mountaintop. We're moving forward. So you move forward with the most inexperienced QB in the draft. Meanwhile, your roster is ready to go right now. Yep. So we can talk about, and that's what we were, that's what we were discussing in terms of the other QBs because the other QBs, they have time because those teams stink. Right? The Jags stink. That's why I was saying... The Jets stink. They have time.
2: To your point, I was saying this to J.D. on Saturday. In some ways, where the Warriors are with Trey Lance, in some ways it's similar to where the Warriors are with some of their young players. Exactly. you're trying to develop and win at the same time, and it's tricky. It's tricky, and it's way... I
3: mean, obviously, in football, you're talking about the QB, so... Kaminga, we can we can talk about Kaminga a little bit later, and we, you know what what he's got going on. But getting back, Kaminga could run
2: for more than five hundred yards. I think
3: he could. Yeah. He definitely could. He definitely could. My whole thing is so they have they don't have time. That's why when we hear about these early bumps and and what that's going to look like to me, when you're talking about Jimmy G being a backup, this is what is funny because there are essentially two takes about Jimmy G. Great! It was a great deal, and now he's more tradable. That's number one or number two. Well, what if Trey gets injured? We we need to have a backup. So which is it? Because if Jimmy gets traded, you're still going to have Brock Purdy, and I don't think Kyle Shanahan he he shrugged off. There weren't many trading questions, but he shrugged them off as if you know Jimmy is going to be here unless. You know, he says, hey, no trade clause. It's the not I don't know if it's the Browns, whoever it is, the Chiefs, because he's going to go to a good team. This is just to protect him from not going to a bad team. Mm -hmm. And I just think that the idea of patience with Trey Lance, to what end, though? And I don't think it's and I hate to use this word, but I don't necessarily think it's fair at all. Right, but the bottom line is you'd rather tra- tra- Trey Lance would rather be in this position than to be in any of the other QB's position.
2: I have a hard time believing they'd trade Jimmy. Maybe if someone overwhelmed them with an offer, but there's just you know, assuming they get off to a good start, assuming they're in playoff contention, and assuming that as you said, everything else, especially defensively, they're it looks like the Super Bowl window is open. So you know, halfway through the season, you're not going to say, "Well, I guess we won't need a." A good backup quarterback. Because you you never know when that's going to happen. if they're serious about winning a Super Bowl, I think Jimmy will be there all year. Because
3: you have to have an insurance policy. I mean, because think about it like we just talked about. Most backups aren't very good. So you are in a unique position. Do you really want to give that up? Specifically when you don't know what you're going to get from your starting QB. And so if you look at where the trade deadline is, I believe it's November 1st. So that's essentially... Eight games. Yeah. Right. So eight games to see what what Trey Lance looks like. And and the question is gonna be, so they did a good job. We know we heard a little bit about Carolina, we heard a little bit about, you know, the Seahawks, whatever, but if you, if you see Miami and Tua is just not playing well, or the Daniel Jones experience has just gone off the rails wherever, you're going to know that these teams are looking at Jimmy. So the Niners aren't going to be able to hide and say, oh, well, we didn't really get any offers. They're going to have to come out and say, we're not trading Jimmy mm-hmm. at some point. They're going to have to say that because there's going to be a team where QB under... You know, does does not do what underperforms and they're going to come calling Jimmy and the Niners, they're not going to be able to hide and say, oh, well, it wasn't a great offer because this stuff will not even get leaked. It'll just be reported.
2: Maybe I'm wrong. It could happen because I was wrong once about something. I can't remember what. But to me, if you're serious about winning a Super Bowl this year, and again, assuming they get off to a good start, I can't imagine that you'd want to trade Jimmy because even if Trey Lance is off to a great start and even if Brock Purdy's really coming along, I can't imagine you'd say, well, I guess we don't need Jimmy as the backup. Again, that you just because the quarterback, your starting quarterback is like where you're putting your money. You're banking on that guy, right? That's your bank. And then your backup, as you said, I agree. That's like your insurance policy. And then your third quarterback, if you have one, is like you're playing the stock market. Right. Jimmy's a really good insurance policy he for is. this team. Really good.
3: He is. And why would nobody it is a unique position that the Niners have found themselves in. And that is why the, the Albert Breer stuff, whatever these reports are, the Niners internally are saying, we don't, we don't care about any of that, right? This is worth it to us. Yep. To have this. Look, we'll continue to, we have our culture. We'll continue to talk to the guys. We'll continue to be transparent, but we will take this. You, you, everybody writing a thousand different articles, right? You might even, I mean, the Niners, they might actually be uh, in a better spot because of, how much information is out there, nobody knows what to believe. Back in the, the 40s and 50s, there'd be one story so everyone can ride with it. Now, you, you, I could look up five different stories on the Niners right now, and if you're a Niners fan, you can choose what you believe and what you don't. So the Niners can say, hey, there's a lot of reports out right now. All we know is internally, we're happy.
2: Yeah. Right? I think anybody who knows anything about it, uh, who's experienced it on any level, knows that if Trey is a little bit looking over his shoulder, and if there is a little bit of, hey, this guy's been good to me, but mm, that's natural. And yeah. It's not necessarily bad. 888-957-9570. Roy in San Leandro 957 the game Roy, give us a temp check for San Leandro right now if you would.
6: Hey, how's it going fellas?
2: Good. How how hot is it there? Oh boy,
6: it's 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 killing me, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh hey look, uh, I just wanted to chime in real quick. Yeah. I agree with uh you know the other hosts saying that uh that is a good insurance policy. And I do think the forty nine ers are gonna be good this year. But um they the offensive line is just kind of shaky. I don't know about that. You know, uh it's just kinda real shaky to me, you know. But other than that, I think they look real good. But uh can I ask before I let you go, I just wanted to share a quick baseball uh analogy about the Giants. Don't don't you guys think the best best way for the Giants to go is to build a minor league systems up?
2: Uh, thank you uh, for the call, Roy. Giants, yeah, that would be great if they built up their minor league system. We'll get to the Giants at some point here. And that's the biggest problem right now is that since Farhan got there, the minor league system has produced basically... No, in- they're 12th
3: right now in, in ranked uh, as in terms of their prospect system. So they're 12th in, in, as far as their farm system, which isn't bad. Right, right? I they think needed he, it to have been. They need it for it to be better at this point. And here's the thing: it's a. And we will. We me, me and Whitey like to talk some baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is the last thing I'll say. Lewis Brinson, he might f- figure it out on the Giants. But all I want to say is this: for everybody holding out for the Calvary, for the Marco Lucianos, for all these guys, I'm not counting Kyle Harrison because he went to De La Salle just, like, just like I yeah. did. Yeah. Shout out De La Boys. Kyle yeah. Harrison will be a guy. But hey, how they doing football last weekend? Oh, wow. Really? Well, Hell, I don't know. No. They
2: lost to Sarah for the first time. Oh, that's right. I saw
3: you tweeted that, right? You're funny. <laughs> right? Now you can't call me Al anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. out. That's and where did table. you go to school? Where did you go to college? I went to Temple. How'd they do? They got smacked by dude. Oh,
2: that's right.
3: It for was a, a rough shizzle. weekend. right. I knew it that. It was a rough weekend for what me. What am I doing asking you? I knew that. I'm sorry. But the cautionary tale is this Lewis Brinson was the 29th pick in the 2012 draft, first round. Wait, wait, wait. You said 2012? <laughs> I believe it was 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: that's 10 years ago, is my point.
3: <laughs> it, 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 well, so he's 18 and now yeah. he's 28. Wow. And he hasn't done anything. So, had a good year at AAA. Good year in AAA, but we're waiting for the cavalry, waiting for the cavalry, and we have no clue if they're going to be good or not.
2: It's, yeah. a, it's all a game, but we'll get yeah. into the Giants. Later. We will get into that. Yeah, there's a lot to chew on there with Brinson. I wish the best for Brinson, but if you're going to get excited about, hey, we got Brinson. Yeah. Hmm. So we don't know what he's going to be. To uh, Philmo Mike's point, we don't know what Trey Lance is going to be. So and, and also Roy pointing out that offensive line. Who knows? So because of these 49 questions, maybe that is why when NFL.com experts pick their Super Bowl teams, and they have, I don't know, 30, 40 people, whatever it is, when they gave votes. To, this is the team's going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. 49ers got no votes. Mm-hmm. 49ers got zero votes. So who do, did get votes? Pardon me. Buffalo Bills got 12. Uh, the Chargers got five. This is not a long list. Everyone so loves work. the Bills. Yeah, 12 votes for the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Chargers get five votes. Uh, let's see here, the Ravens, no, Tampa Bay is third. They got three votes. Then it's Ravens one, Packers won, Chiefs one, and Eagles won. Hmm. So 49 didn't even get a single vote from NFL experts on who's going to win the Super Bowl. But that's why, right? Because look at that defense. Uh, the front, of course, is sensational. The running game. The skill positions, but you got offensive line issues, and the quarterback—you just don't know. You, you're, you have a question mark at the most important position.
3: Yeah. By the way, are we ever going to? Uh, we can talk about this a little later too. But the MVP—should there be a different? I, I don't know. The MVP—it's just a QB award at this point, right? Yeah. But are we okay with that? But isn't that the most important position? It so, is. Yeah. But why even call it MVP? Mm. to Say the best quarterback this year was on you the best a, team. You want a separate?
2: You want to go position
3: by don't position, know. or just have quarterback? And then... I don't know, but I don't. I don't like the. I call that fake hustle, Whitey. Fake, fake <laughs> hustle. hustle. We're making quite... it, We're making it seem like these other
2: athletes, these other positions, have a chance when they don't. Well, to me, every so often, somebody. Do you know a kicker? Mark Mosley once won the MVP, the Redskins <laughs> kicker. So my point is, when somebody who's not a quarterback wins, right. then it's like, whoa, that's great. And given what we think we know about quarterbacks anyway, and it's the most important position, I'm okay with it. understand your point. There's mm-hmm. other awards, offensive player, defensive player, but quarterbacks most of the time should be the MVPs. And when they're not, then we really got to tip the helmet to whoever earned that award.
3: Well, it's probably a, a, a Niners QB if they don't. Hmm. Niners can win the Super Bowl. I mean, the, the Niners have the most unique situation. They always, they always find themselves in this situation, and I guess it's a, a testament to to Kyle Shanahan. But you gotta, you, you just gotta hope Trey hits, man, mm-hmm. and then we can just stop with all this nonsense.
2: I still think he's going to, but I just um, all the talk about the offensive line. Oh, he's mobile; you can scheme around it. Yeah, but you know how it is. I mean, I go back to the Seattle game last year, the game in Seattle when I don't want to even say his name because he was an NFL player, Ronis Grasu, they had a center who didn't play a lot. Jimmy never had a chance. Remember that? Because as soon as he got, and he was tackled. Mm -hmm. So if the offensive line, especially the center and the guards, if they're really having a hard time protecting, there's only so much scheming you can do. There's only so much a mobile quarterback can do if he doesn't have any time to operate.
3: Yeah, and I think one thing to keep in mind, though, is that the same way we're hoping Trey improves throughout the season. The offensive line can improve, right? They they build cohesiveness, they better, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they 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 continue to get better. Sometimes they'll be healthy, sometimes they won't. That's just how it is. But I I don't I think everyone is a little over scared based on what we saw against Houston and I don't that that is that's not going to be the offensive line. I don't think they're going to be
2: top-ranked or anything like that, but it's not going to look like that. Sure, but I was already scared before that game. Mm-hmm. And you're right, all the starters in play, but and Sterling and Evan can can uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe uh, Banks allowed three quarterback pressures and Burford allowed eight in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That's your guard! Yeah those, those, yeah, those, those yeah, 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 those guys are really going to be in there.
3: Those guys are really going to be in there. Scheme something,
2: yeah. And, but and here's a good question. You see my point though. It's yeah. Like, I, I, if if it's the guards and if they're not blocking anybody, no, that's a problem. How am I going to scheme about that? Yeah. So
3: it's still a great. De- the deal to get to get Jimmy was perfect, right? The Niners probably Which, uh, the giant
2: fly is. Back yeah, I need it to get interrupt- this thing during that's the break. A I got
3: huge. I got to get it during the break. You yeah, know, that thing's probably it should be paying rent here. Yeah, you could jump on there and ah, <laughs> go for a ride. The question is. If they did have a top three offensive line, they probably still get Jimmy. But is it possible they didn't feel they wouldn't have felt Jimmy was as necessary if they were more confident in their offensive line? Mm-hmm. They probably still keep Jimmy because you never know,
2: especially at that price. But well, I've said this a million times, so I'll just say it quickly I really think one of the things you have to like about Jimmy. With this team, is that he does have the ability to get the ball out quickly, and he may really need that this year. I, I hate
3: to, I hate to do it. I hate to do it, Whitey. But a couple days ago, I'm on social media, yeah. and Trey and Jimmy were throwing at the same time, uh-huh. and I must have rewatched it ten times on slow motion, just trying to see. All right, how much quicker is Jimmy's release than Trey? It's a difference. It is a difference, right? But we knew that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying anything. Nobody already knew. But I never really got to watch. You know. It's-
2: most recent Trey. So you're made agreeing with me, and you hate to say that's interesting. Yeah, you started the comment with "I hate to do this." I'm I, not, I, he's coming down no, my road. I, no, but it's no, like, no I, I think you're right. I hate to say. No, that.
3: I mean I hate to do the comparison thing, but you can't help you. it. I got you. You cannot help it,
2: and yeah. it's going to happen all season long. But you know, some of that is because if you're Trey Lance, and I'm not saying you are, I'm not saying I am, but if you're Trey Lance it behooves you to hang on to the ball a little longer because, A, I can throw the ball really far if somebody Mm -hmm. gets open. B, I can do things with my legs if I have to, but sometimes I have to wait a little bit to see what my options are. Mm -hmm. Whereas Jimmy's like, i got to get it out or I'm going to get killed.
3: Right. (laughs) Yeah, i got to get this. It's like
2: hot potato. Yes. 888-957-9570. Rich in Fremont, 95.7 The Game. How are you, Rich?
6: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I was calling in because... You know, you guys were talking about early that, you know, when it came to Super Bowl uh, selections, you know, the Niners can get one vote. You guys, this might have escaped you guys' notice, but Sports Illustrated had the Niners ranked number one. Oh, did they? Yeah, and I was blown away when I saw that. I was like, wow, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it makes me wonder if they know something we don't. Thanks, guys.
4: No,
2: thank you, Rich. I had not seen that. I had seen in the athletic Mike Sando polled NFC executives. I think five of them, anonymous executives, and they had, for what it's worth, they had the 49ers fourth in the conference behind the Rams, Tampa Bay, and Green Bay. So I did not know that, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Still, that's where Albert Breer works, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah, a little inside. Yeah. Well, at the what we've heard multiple times
3: now is people that were at training camp. Anyone who's just been around this team, this team has, at worst, a top three NFL roster. It's just the question mark is at the most important position. And we're going to – I cannot wait because let's say they come out and they ball out against the Bears as we – I expect them to, right? This thing is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. And I don't – I would say let's let's pump the brakes simply because – we don't think the Bears are going to be very good. And then next week, we know it's a division game, but the Seahawks aren't going to be very good either. I'll say it. They stink. They st- And then after that, you get the Broncos. That's where you get Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. Broncos country. Yeah. Let's ride.
2: Man, there's not more than one fly in here, is there? Because there was one right by me, I, a huge I, one, and then I looked no, up and right by you. I think they're being cloned now. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Coming up, we mentioned Albert Breer, who had some interesting things to write today about Trey Lance. So interesting that he had to go back and change them. He was on this afternoon on the station with Larry Kruger and Lo Neal. Where we will hear what he had to say coming up. Also, tell you how the 49ers and Bears are actually more alike than you'd think. And that is a problem. That's next with Alan Styles, Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason on 95.7. The game. Bye.